there, beautiful souls. Welcome to the Ignite Your Intuition podcast. I'm your host, Steph Demetrius. I'm so excited that you are here to join me on a journey of getting curious about your intuition and to learn how to turn up the volume to the voice of your soul while grounding your spiritual experiences in this beautiful life. This podcast is about giving a voice to your soul so that you can uncover the parts of you that you may not understand yet, but you deeply desire to. I'll be right here on this journey with you as each episode I will bring lessons and practical supportive tools as I share my personal journey with you. Thank you for being here and I'm really excited to share this space with you and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Welcome to episode 32 of the Ignite Your Intuition podcast series. So I'm really excited to um, share with you this little mini series about bringing your soul calling to life because at the moment I'm in the middle of bringing one of my soul callings to life and I really felt called to share how I do that with you. So I'm sharing it over on Instagram. My handle's at Steph Demetrius, S-T-E-P-H-D-E-M-E-T-R-I-O-U-S. If you want to follow along in real time, in my page, if you go to the little highlight that's called Soul Callings, I'm putting all the videos in there so you can go back from step one if you've missed any and if you want to want to watch the videos. But essentially what I'm doing in this little mini series is expanding on those videos and sharing with you a bit more information as to how I do that. So, And I've received a couple of questions too um, on Instagram, so I'm going to be answering those within these podcast series. So yeah let's get started so uh the very 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 first step to bringing your soul calling to life is knowing what is a soul calling so for me recognizing a soul calling i've come to find there are three parts to recognizing a soul calling say compared to just like ideas from your ego or maybe maybe you've seen someone do something on social media or out in the world you're like yeah I wouldn't do that because they're being successful or it looks like fun or whatever the reason is but is that your true soul calling and the soul calling first of all before we get to what it is I just want to say that your soul calling doesn't have to be your work a soul calling might be my soul's calling me to go and start a yoga class my soul is calling me to go and start an art class my soul is calling me to do anything, to go and read this book. My soul is calling me to change my diet. My soul is calling me to go and see this healer. Like it could be literally anything. It could be anything. So soul calling doesn't have to be something that you do for a business or anything like that. Um, I do often find that my business has become very soul aligned in the things that I do. I they light me up and I love doing them. I love teaching all the things that I teach. And I love holding space the way I do. And I love all the one-on-one sessions that I do, the group sessions. All these things for me have been soul callings. But I also have lots of other soul callings that aren't like that. I have soul callings, like I mentioned before, to, to go and do yoga or to go for a bike ride. Or I might be to catch up with someone. Or it could be anything. There's so many different ways soul callings come, can come through. So I just wanted to... Um, put that out there at the start that your soul calling can be absolutely anything. So the three ways that I know something is a soul calling is that it is consistent. The message, the image, the feeling, whatever it is coming through or you're feeling from your intuition, it is consistent. It is the same thing over and over and over again. 
So for me, it's been creating these women's circles that I'm going to be running again in 2020, which I'm so excited about. I've actually wanted them to, to call me for a couple of years, but the timing just hasn't been right. And now I know why it hasn't been right because there's, I've had so many more lessons that I've received so many more teachings and wisdom and practical tools that I'm going to be teaching in these sessions. And had I run them any earlier, they wouldn't be what they're going to be now the when I'm putting them together. So that's, you know, one of the lessons is trusting the timing, but it is that consistent message. So it's just, I kept getting women's circles, women's circles, women's circles. I kept getting those about five months ago. And initially I was like, ah, oh, also I meant to do them right now. So I started to plan them and then I started to try and look at dates and I went to look at dates and it didn't work. And I was like, oh, okay. All right, it's not meant to be now, but it just kept being consistent. So I let them go and then it just kept coming back and coming back and coming back. So for me, I saw that as a bit of a preview as well, but it was the same message. It was consistent over and over and over again. Um, the second one is that it is persistent. So once you've got the same message presenting itself repeatedly, it just keeps going. Like that exact same message is consistent. It doesn't change. It's the same message. It's the same feeling. It's the same vision over and over and over again and it's very persistent it doesn't let up and it kind of becomes like this craving it becomes i feel it as a craving it's like god i really want to do that because it just keeps dropping in over and over and over again and the more i think about it and the more i sit with it and the more i acknowledge it and the more i notice it and recognize it the more i get excited about it and then start to bring it into the physical which is one of the next steps but the third part to recognizing a soul calling is that it makes you feel lit up inside. You feel like a Christmas tree on the inside. You feel like it is your little kid on Christmas Eve, like that sort of excitement, <laughs> even more than that. Like it's really hard to explain, but if you felt it, you'll know what I mean. If you haven't, it doesn't mean you won't. Just keep hanging in there and practicing your intuition and yeah, keep, keep just being curious about it and follow your curiosities with your intuition. But when you feel it up inside, when you feel expansive, when you feel this energy and this excitement, and this is what I feel every time I sit down to record a podcast episode too, because that's something else my soul is calling me to do is to share my experiences and my lessons and my the way I put it into practice in my life in, in a very grounded way. Because for me, intuition used to feel very elusive and up in the ethers and unattainable. And with this podcast, one of my main goals is to make it attainable, make it grounded, make it simple and practical for every person in everyday situation. So they are the three ways that you can recognize a soul calling or that I personally recognize a soul calling. If you have any other ones, go with that. You might have something totally different. Um, so go with that. But these are the three that I recognize every time a soul calling comes through. It's always a, the same consistent message. It's persistent in the way that it just keeps going, keeps reminding me about it, keeps me thinking about it, keeps popping in all the time. And it makes me feel lit up and so freaking excited inside. I, I With these women's circles, I cannot wait to get into this yoga studio with all of the beautiful women who will be there and to run these sessions because they are next level for anything I've done so far. So I'm so excited about that. So I did have a question on Instagram when I was sharing this last week is what if I don't feel anything? What if I don't feel a pull? What if I don't feel any persistence? What if I don't know what my calling is? So that's why I wanted to kind of preface this session with saying that your calling doesn't have to be 
um, something you do for a business. It could be anything. It could be absolutely anything. So that's step one is that take the pressure off it needing to be this big, big thing that you do or that you're searching for is let it unfold. And the way that I, I get this question a lot in one-on-one sessions, in um, workshops shops and circles and retreats and all sorts of things is my answer to this and my question to you is what are you curious about? So what are your curiosities? Because often our soul callings come through as curiosities as well. And that becomes like this trail of crumbs, breadcrumbs that you can follow. And as you follow your curiosities and as you action them and as you play with them and as you, you know, you start to understand them and, and actually put them into, into play and into practice in the physical realm and you actually do them, you go to the yoga class, you go and create the artwork, you go and read that book. You go and play with your kids. You go on that bike ride. Whatever it is that you're curious about, you start Googling a topic. You start reading books on a topic. You do a course on something. You have conversations about things with people. Whatever it is you're curious about, follow those because those lead you to your purpose in every single moment. And they lead you to your soul calling in every single moment. So I don't believe a soul calling is like a set end destination. I believe it's a journey that unfolds over time. And when you are curious, it is something that really helps to take the pressure off because it helps to make it fun. When you're curious about stuff, it's often fun. So if you can even write a list of the things that you are curious about and just start doing those and you will find that it will take the pressure off trying to figure out what the hell is my soul calling me to do in this kind of bigger way. Start small, start with the little curiosities and you will end up there. So a little side story for me is I was always curious about the spiritual world. I was always curious about oracle cards. I was curious about how people could read other people's energies and all those things that I was curious about. I was also a bit scared of too because I didn't understand it. But over time, I was just reading books and having conversations with people. Every time for years I wanted to study Reiki and every time I came into contact with someone who was a Reiki teacher, I would just be picking their brains. I was like, what does it feel like? What do you actually learn? What do you do? How does it work? I just wanted to know everything about it. So I would just ask the questions and I just stayed curious. I I kind of let that inner child in me just go wild with curiosity. So that is the one thing that I would say is what are you curious about? Follow your curiosities and that is the breadcrumbs that lead you to your calling in each moment. Because like I mentioned before, I don't believe our calling is an end journey. It's constantly evolving. Uh, Sorry, I don't believe our calling is an end point or is one moment or one experience or one thing that we do. I've done so many different things in my lifetime and I'm just curious about different things. So I'm always studying something new or else I'm... Um, not studying something and going inward and curious about my inner world and how I can deepen my intuitive connection, how I can deepen that understanding of myself. So get curious and follow those curiosities. So the next thing, I'm just going to share with you one more practice in this, um, in the way that I bring my soul callings to life. The second one, after we are figuring out what our soul calling is, is acknowledging what the soul calling is and bringing it out into the physical world. So this is really important. This is where I have, I carry um, a, like a little journal with me everywhere. I also use the notes in my phone. So sometimes I'll find in the middle of the night, I'll have downloads and I have my phone there and I'll be typing away. Um, or else I have my diary with me in my bag that I take everywhere with me with a pen. And if I receive inspiration, I just write it down or I draw it out or I jot it down and 
I always acknowledge them. I have so many books and journals with so many different ideas that have come through and I'm not necessarily going to action them all, but the ones that really, really light me up, the ones that are really, really consistent and persistent and you know, those three things at the start when you're recognizing your soul calling, they're the ones that I really, really bring to life, that they keep coming through when I bring my journal out. They're the messages that keep repeating over and over again every time I write things down. So acknowledging it. And there's a few different ways that you can acknowledge it. So for me, I love to write them down. I also love to share them with someone. So when you're sharing these with someone, I would just say to be mindful who you share them with. If you've got someone like a soul sister who you know, gets the journey that you're on, who gets that you're interested in intuition and in the spiritual world, and you've got someone like that in your life, share it with them. I would say that sometimes if you share it with someone who's not into that or isn't maybe into, you know, following their soul calling and who doesn't understand it, you're possibly going to get, get questions and judgment back straight away and kind of get someone who doesn't understand it. And sometimes what can happen is that we take on their fears and it stops us from actually putting into place our, our soul calling. So I would just, yeah, think about who you're going to share it with. I share mine with my husband because over time, I didn't initially, initially I was scared to tell him these things because I thought he might think I'm crazy. But over time, we've had, he's had so many experiences where he's seen me have a soul calling and bring it to life and see how it's helped other people and see how it's something that I have needed to do. So he totally gets it. So when I got back from the yoga studio last week, he was like, how was it? And I was telling him how I was standing in this, like this light and this energy. And he was like, yeah, I get it. Like, I know I've seen you there before. So he understands that he can hold that space for me. I also have a couple of friends too, who I will tell this stuff to because I know they get it. But then there are some other people in my life who I may not tell about this because they don't necessarily understand how I live my life from this intuitive space. It kind of seems a bit foreign to them because it's not the way they do it. And that's totally fine. I have different friends and I have all sorts of different conversations with, but it's just something that I thought I would mention because if you are going to tell this to someone who doesn't quite get it, if you're going to tell it to them and you're aware that they might not get it, that's okay. As long as then you kind of are aware that Maybe you're not taking on their fears or their judgments. And sometimes I think judgments can be really good because it can, it can help you question it and it can help then solidify, yes, this actually is my soul calling or no, maybe it's actually from my ego. So don't be scared of judgment. I think judgments are really, can be a really good space to actually kind of sit and then question things again yourself and either become more strong in your conviction to bring something to life or actually go, oh, no, this was coming from my ego. This wasn't my soul at all. So it can actually help you kind of um, tell the difference between those two, having a bit of judgment. But just being aware of having someone that you can tell these things to and that you can share them with and you can acknowledge them and bring them into the human world, the physical realm, and that's the first step. And so then what I see happens from then is that my soul, once I bring it into the physical world by telling someone and writing it down, generally both in my phone and in my journal, is that I see, what I see happening then is that my soul and the universe and source energy, that that energy, that being that kind of sees me acknowledging it and goes, ah, oh, she's got it. She knows that this is the next thing she has to bring to life. So now we'll start to give her more information. All the rest of the information that she needs to bring it to life will start to unfold. And that's what I'm going to share with you in the next podcast series, because I don't want to do too much in one session. Um, so yeah, hang out for the next podcast episode where I'll share with you the next couple of steps that I personally use to bring my soul callings to life. And yeah, hang out for more information too on my 
on my tune in women's circles my intuitive women's circles that are happening in january they're starting in january 2020 we're gonna have a nice big launch party it's gonna be so much fun so jump on over to the website have a look on instagram jump on my mailing list if you want to be the first to receive all of the information because all of the information is coming out in a couple of weeks tickets will be going on sale in a couple of weeks too which i'm super excited about i'll be sharing with you um, some beautiful Australian companies, some of my favorite Australian businesses who I've been talking to who are going to be sharing some of their amazing products as part of a take-home self-care kit that everyone who comes to the launch party will be receiving. And it's starting to grow at the moment and it's amazing and I cannot wait to share with you the amazing businesses that are that I feel so aligned with, that I love so much, that I use their products all of the time. And I can't wait to share that with you because you will receive this amazing goodie bag to take home that you can use these products to help with your self-care on all different arenas, on the mental, physical, emotional, and energetic to help you ultimately tune into your intuition and into your soul and live a soul-led life. So can't wait to share that with you soon. Have a great week. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will see you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Ignite Your Intuition podcast. I look forward to continuing our journey together next episode. And remember to email me at info at if you have any questions about intuition that you would like answered or any topics you would like to hear more on. And if you're enjoying this podcast, feel free to share it with a friend and I would absolutely love it and I'd be so grateful if you feel called to write a five-star review on iTunes which allows more beautiful souls to find this podcast series. Have a beautiful day and I'll see you next time.